the WeatherTight Windows Studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for John's Choice on Drew Garabo Live. Every nation and now to one nation. Everyone, oh, their crutch kind of made me. Rasta Courage by Soja. Defend the white and I don't defend the black. I defend truth and rights and all of that. Work on situation where I'm at. Hold my position, never fall off track, not give up no faith. Though Babylon rage, I and I strive until the end of my days. Rasta John's Joints. These are uh, Grammy winners. Soja. Soldiers of Ja Army. Sparking some controversy for those who are reggae purists and opposed to anything they perceive to be cultural appropriation. So I've been meaning to bring this up on the air, and if, if maybe somebody would know the truth out there, um, I got two messages, and I ended up going back and forth with one guy telling him that he was wrong. Sammy, that calls the show, it, it does seem, according to two separate people, that she and her mother were on with Howard Stern and, and did an extended piece on bullying. Hmm. Not Wendy? Not Wendy, because I, I after I text you, I wouldn't say I got stiff with, with a guy, but I said, dude, that's Wendy. She's been on the Stern show forever. And and, and I said, that is not her. And he said, dude, I listen to Stern every day. I know who oh. Wendy, I know who Wendy is. And oh. he said, no. And he sent me a thing, but you had to have a, you had to have access to listen. Yeah. So he gave me the the mark and he said, It's right here. A woman a girl named Samantha and her mom talked called in. She was special needs and talked about how she had been being bullied. And it's the girl that calls your show. So whether or not Sammy's out there and she can confirm or deny that, uh, it's an interesting fact. That definitely is. Uh, uh, John's Joints, where John goes through some news stories. I play lullaby versions of popular songs underneath them, and you learn a little something. Medi Weight Loss. It is the one that works, the medically supervised program that keeps you accountable, and it keeps you losing weight. It is not easy, especially if you've got a bunch of weight to lose. That's why Medi Weight Loss is so great. You've got a team of medical professionals there to keep you accountable and keep you on track. Because when those moments happen, when you fall off the wagon or you have a bad day, it's not always easy to do it by yourself. But you go in for your weigh-in at Medi Weight Loss, you're going to have a team of doctors saying, hey, do this. Do a little less of that. That, it's okay. Let's get you back on track. And they want to make sure that bone listeners get a free assessment. So go to startmedi.com slash 1025. It's startmedi.com slash 1025. You can even give them a call, 877-MED-LOSS. Let them know that John Senning was talking about it on Drew Garabo Live. Um, so I, I have to imagine that every last detail of the, uh, I mean, it's been a week now almost uh, since the slap heard around the world. Every last detail uh, is is coming to earth and is coming to light. Uh, Will Smith may be losing some jobs, definitely losing some movies. Uh, and he has resigned from the Academy. Um, supposedly 
Fast and Loose, uh, Being Shelved. That was an upcoming project for Will Smith that was to be released on Netflix. Uh-uh, looking like it's not going to happen. Uh, it also looks like Bad Boys 4, which oh, I did not know no. was even a thing. I love Bad Boys. I know a lot of other people out do there. Well, uh, not happening, or at least they're not moving forward at the moment. This is, this is definitely the signs of Hollywood-type stuff where in the heat of the moment, they're going to pretend like they don't know when it's coming out or that maybe it's not coming out already. Um, but I'm sure once the, the hype dies down, uh, everybody will be fine and everything that was supposed to be released will be released. Another uh, show, Emancipation, uh, it's in post-production for Apple. Apple is not responding. It has currently been uh, been shelved as well mm. and uh, will officially resign from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Science on Friday. Um, which was probably just a move to stop himself from being kicked out. He also apologized to Chris Rock. So there's all of that. Now on to other people's opinions on Will Smith, which is what we really care about. Care about. After consoling Will Smith after he slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars, Denzel Washington uh, has now spoken publicly about what happened at the awards show. Denzel kind of got... Uh, looped into the whole thing because he was the one there during the commercial break comforting Will Smith uh, Will Smith even if you're if you're Denzel yeah. how pissed are you that Will Smith has got a name drop you and your advice during his speech like you've done enough to tarnish your own legacy forever Denzel one of one of the untouchables in my in you know in my opinion the guy can do no wrong why would why would you do that if you're Will Smith that that to me is almost egregious as the slap Showing that that Denzel's on his side yeah. in case anybody's like yeah. thinking about who's Team Chris. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't I don't like that. Me either. Uh, Denzel Washington attended author and bishop T.D. Jakes leadership summit on Saturday morning for a discussion about his career and faith. Uh, when he was asked about what happened between Smith and Rock at the Oscars, he says, "Well, there's a saying: when the devil ignores you, then you know you're doing something wrong." The devil goes. This is all in the words of Denzel. The devil goes. Oh no, leave him alone. He's my favorite. Conversely, when the devil comes at you, maybe it's because he's trying to do something right. And for whatever reason, the devil got a hold of that circumstance that night. Um, and he goes on to, to talk about a private conversation he had with Will Smith uh, during the commercial break. But the kind of the, uh, the line that everybody's pulling from this is, uh, who are we to condemn Will Smith? I don't know all the ins and outs of the situations, but I know the only solution was prayer the way that I see it. That coming from Denzel uh, at this thing over the weekend. All due respect to Denzel, phenomenal actor, no doubt about it. I think it's okay to condemn somebody for slapping somebody else over words. Denzel, this is also one of those rare moments where Denzel is being pulled into something or or he was automatically at the center of it. Because yeah. I think what Denzel does better than anybody is stay out of it. So so this this very unique situation in a moment where Denzel was forced somewhat to be to be in the middle of this because I don't know. I've heard rumblings before. I don't know that uh, Denzel uh, subscribes to a lot of the Hollywood ways of thinking politically and in other ways. So this may just be a bright, uh, you know, spotlight shined on Denzel yeah. that he's not normally uh, seeing, especially things that aren't on on the big screen. Right uh, and lastly, in this in this realm, in the Will Smith realm, uh, we uh, we and I love a uh, an awkward media moment, and that's exactly what happened here. Mel Gibson uh, appeared on Fox News with Jesse Waters, and uh, Jesse wanted to ask him about what happened with Will Smith and his thoughts on it, and uh, this is what happened. Um, oh. I don't think that the media team for uh, Mel Gibson felt like he should be speaking on it. You understand it probably better than a lot of people with your career. And I was wondering if 
You know, you had been the one that jumped up out of his seat and slapped Chris Rock. If if you would have been treated the same and, way, and, and you can't see it, but I've I've got to tell you, the, the look on Mel's face is bizarre. He's like grabbing at his collar. He's doing weird motions with his hands. He's putting his head down. He either knew that he didn't want to talk about this or knew that his publicist didn't want him talking about it. Hello, Jesse. Um, thank you. That's our time. <laughs> Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> um, I'm. Thank you, Jesse. Um, okay. we, that is our time. Well, Mel, thank you very much for joining Jesse Waters Primetime. We really appreciate it. April 13th. The movie drops. Father Stew. We really enjoyed it. What could be? What could? What could? Like, what could his opinion be that is so bad that can't be shared? Could it be any worse than his comments <laughs> to his uh, to his ex-wife and about Jewish people, etc.? And honestly, that's that's probably what it is. It's just that Mel Gibson has got to be at a point in his career now where he can't afford one misstep whatever that means whether it would have just been well i would have bitch slapped his ass too or right. something down a racial path whatever it may have been if you're on the uh you know the publicity team for mel gibson your job is to protect him and make sure that he doesn't say anything stupid which you know he's capable of so probably best to just wrap it there and not let mel gibson uh derail his uh yeah. his career anymore protect him from himself have you seen the um have you seen the previews for that uh that movie, Father Stu. No, uh, him and um, him and, and Marky Mark, him and Mark Wahlberg. Oh. Uh, something. It looks very serious about becoming a priest. I think Mark Wahlberg is trying to become a priest, and uh, Mel Gibson is like his uh, daddy. I, right. don't, I don't know how you refer to it in the Catholic Church. But, Interesting. Um, Russia faced a fresh wave of condemnation earlier today after more evidence emerged of what appeared to be deliberate killings of civilians in Ukraine. Some Western leader are calling for further sanctions and response even as Moscow continued to press its offensive in the country's east. The news that comes out of uh, of this war right now is so all over the place because you can simultaneously be getting news that Russia is backing out and that the peace talks are ramping up while at the same time be getting news about them, you know, having these camps where people are just digging trenches to be murdered in trying to figure out what's right what's wrong and what's real is not the easiest thing i think that's kind of true with news in general um and maybe it's because there's a lot of russian propaganda and other propaganda out there germany's defense minister suggested the european union discuss a ban on russian gas imports but more senior officials indicated uh, an immediate boycott was not possible a sign that leaders could struggle in the short term to ramp up already severe sanctions on Russia, Ukrainian officials said that the bodies of 410 civilians were found in towns around the capital, Kiev. Uh, they were recaptured from Russian forces in the recent days in Bucha, northwest of the capital. Um, Associated Press journalists saw at least 21 bodies of uh, civilians. So it, it is a complete mess over there. Uh, Zelensky, I guess, doing whatever he can. He was on the Grammys last week. Very... Um, very bizarre to see a, a, a war-torn leader feeling like, and I, I'm okay being wrong, but if, if you're a, a, a leader who is fighting uh, for your existence and for your life, is speaking to the Grammys, is that is that time best spent? 
I, I don't know. I don't either. It could be. It definitely could be. It's just very bizarre to know what he's going through and see him up there speaking to a room full of uh, music- musicians, probably buzzed up and uh, enjoying, uh, you know, the riches of, of American life right now. Just a, a very surreal image to see him speaking to the Grammy. Uh, but I, I don't know what the next step is. It sounds like the rest of the world has said, we've, we've inconvenienced Russia as much as we can without inconveniencing ourselves as much as we can. So I think that line may be drawn now to where all of the places around the country have done everything that they can to punish Russia. It's not stopping them. And and the next steps would be even worse for for them or us. So who the hell knows? It's, it's, It's interesting to see how war like this can just become commonplace in the news cycle after, uh, you know, initially being so uh, kind of shocking and horrific to so many people. Another small little element of the Leah Thomas uh, swimming scenario, Riley Gaines. She's a Kentucky swimmer who tied transgender swimmer Leah Thomas for fifth in the women's 200-meter NCAA championships last month, and uh, she hasn't gotten her trophy yet. Gaines appeared on uh, Senator Marsha Blackburn's unmuted podcast last week and recounted what happened. She says, I touched the wall and saw uh, there was a five by my name indicating that I got fifth, but the first thing I really looked at was who won because I was so curious who who would win the race it became pretty clear uh quickly i looked up and saw number five by leah's name so in that moment i realized we tied she says i was flooded with emotions really i was extremely happy for the girls above me who had conquered that seemingly impossible uh, feat by beating leah and it was a kind of an array of emotions so long story short they give the fifth place trophy to leah oh. and then they tell her um it's no big deal. We're just giving out the trophies in chrono- in chronological order. Okay. Well, it wasn't necessarily a sufficient answer for Gaines. Um, she says, so then I was thinking chronic- chronological order. We tied, so I don't really get that. Well, here we are going on a month later, and she's going public now because she's yet to receive her trophy. Give the lady her trophy. I... W- I- I understand getting mad about things. I just don't know if this is a thing to get mad about. Like I can see I can see this happening if this was two traditional ladies oh, and yeah. they and they tied. You know, p- things get lost in the mail. Clerical things get held up. Happen, yeah. So I, I understand that you can really latch on to a talking point that well they gave the damn trophy to the girl that ain't really a girl and not a girl that really is a girl doesn't have a trophy, but I think sometimes trophies can just get lost or misplaced. So um you know, maybe there are things to get mad about in the Leah Thomas scenario. I just don't know if the missing trophy happens to be one of them. Agreed. This seems like something right up your alley, but it could also traumatize you because I know that you 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 haven't been eating a lot of meat. Uh, you 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 talk about your soft place for uh, you know for cows and and pigs, and I, I think you've said something to the effect of uh, "Who gives the f about a fish?" Yeah. F a fish. Well, in a paper published Thursday in the Journal of Scientific Reports, the research team says that animals, um, they're not just animals. The stingrays and should have cleared this with you first because I don't know how to say it. You know a fish, C-I-C-H-L-I-D-S? Chicklets. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, they can do they can do math. The research team says these animals exhibited the ability to learn basic math and even use this knowledge to solve little logic puzzles they were given. 
We train the animals to perform simple addition and subtraction. That coming from Vera Schlüssel of the Institute of Zoology at the University of Bonn and the lead author on the study. In doing so, they had to increase or decrease an initial value by one. Uh, what could the stingrays and chicklets possibly need to do uh, with these numerical skills? Uh, on the one hand, the subjects, um, you know, are vibrant aquarium favorites, mostly, you know, just looked at for their beauty. Um, but they are now trying to figure out how and when, and it is believed that fish of certain types are doing math in in the sea and in the wild. Huh. Does that make you any any less likely to eat them? Yes, uh, I will never eat another delicious plate of uh, garlic and herb chiclet. Look at this picture. Uh, you don't eat them. They're little tiny fish. It's like a little um, oh that th- minnow. That th- it looks like there's quite a. Di- I'm looking at a big chiclet. So uh, that's a. Uh, it's a. Um, it's like a uh, umbrella of fish. Uh, so there's a lot. Of, like a goldfish is in the same family. I won't eat those either. Um, let me. See. I'm trying to find something that you could uh, could eat out of this crib. You ever eaten a crib? K R I B. I don't think so. Okay, I've eaten good. K R A B. Okay, well. So far, you're clear. But uh, uh, you ever eat a dwarf crib? No. Um, You ever eat a a blood red parrot? Uh Uh-uh. Crid? No, I I don't think I've ever eaten a chicklet of any kind, John. All right. Well, it'll be my goal to find a fish that you eat that can do math. Fair enough. That's all I can do. Um, Man, I hope you didn't have any plans. This goes out to everybody. To eat any Cadbury eggs anytime soon. Um, Consider the source. Consider the source. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean I don't know the source. Uh, Easter is less than two weeks weeks away, and the supermarket shelves are full of chocolate eggs uh, with Britain's best-loved brand, Cadbury leading the pack. Their classic cream egg is a seasonal favorite with 200 million sold every year. And each one comes with the Coco Life stamp to reassure consumers that the ingredients are ethically sourced. So uh, there's a new source in Ghana called uh, Channel 4. Uh, and they had a uh, special that aired last night. Is uncovered the shocking child labor abuse behind those chocolate oh, treats. And for man. the first time, uh, being linked directly to the Cadbury supply chain. During uh, his investigation, um, reporter Anthony Barnett met children as young as 10 performing backbreaking work on cacao farms in the blazing heat for up to nine hours a day. Small children will, uh, wielding three-foot machetes mm. hacked through weeds with no protective clothing or crack pods with long, sharp knives, and many sustain uh, serious injuries from their hazardous works. Um, Anthony found desperate farmers uh, were paid less than $2 a day uh, for their cacao uh, that was sold to Mondelez, the company that now owns Cadbury. Man, why couldn't this happen with Peeps? Well, I didn't. I didn't pick it. I don't think, but I there was a peep story. Did oh. you see that? Uh, did you see um, Cold Stone is launching a uh, peep ice cream for Gross. the first time ever? Disgusting. I mean, really, but what is that other than marshmallow ice cream? That's all. Like that's the thing. When you talk bad about peeps, you're talking bad about a marshmallow. I guess you're with right. sugar on it, with tons of sugar in a, in a chick shape. Just not a fan. Uh, so these kids are most of them taken out of school to work on the farm, uh, but there were also cases uh, where you know kids never even got an opportunity to go to school because they've been uh, you know working their whole lives, yeah. uh, hacking 
with machetes. Oh, so, man. you know, think about it. You know, if you feel the need to, to, to dig a little deeper to, for your own moral reasons, uh, do that to find out if they're really, uh, All right. if there's really trouble there. Man, imagine you're, you're, you're one of your favorite local rappers uh, passes away. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible oh, no. thing. He passes away. And he, was, he was shot in, uh, up in Maryland. And, and all you want to do is pay your respects, right? Okay, and, sure, and, yeah, sure. And they, 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 they throw a they, they throw a get-together, a shindig, All right. um, at, at Bliss, which is a nightclub in Washington, D.C. Of course it is. And you're like, hell yeah, let's, uh, let's, go, let's go play our respects. Well, a send-off for a slain Maryland rapper has gone viral because of the way the man's body was displayed. Uh, Markel Morrow, who rapped under the name Gnu, died last month after he was found shot in a District Heights parking lot. He was taken to an area hospital where he later died. Police are still looking for suspects and a motive. Uh, but Morrow's family um, told NBC that they believed he was shot in a robbery. On Sunday, the rapper's friends and family gathered at Bliss, a Washington, D.C. nightclub, to honor his memory uh, for $40 a pop. It seems a little high. A video from the event shows Morrow's uh, embalmed body propped on stage and wearing designer clothes and a crown. Um, not many people, if any people, knew that he was going to be, his body would be there, let alone on stage uh, and, and displayed. It is so weird. I don't know how to feel about this. It looks so weird. Uh, the, 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 the reaction was so strong that the nightclub posted an apology on social media on Monday saying it was contacted by a local funeral home for a celebration of life but had no idea what would transpire. I mean, they do. It's, uh, is, it, is it Columbia? Or no, is it... Um, is it a there, there's a certain area of the world I believe where oh, this is most I think uh, the Dominican Republic Dominican Dominican yeah where they do this and it's it's whatever you love you know if you like you know shooting dice or playing video yeah. games we've seen where they will be propped up in in those positions so I I don't have a problem with the act of it I just think that you're take you're assuming a lot by believing that people want to pay forty dollars and party in a club where a man's dead body is posted up on stage. As if he is looming over them yeah. and watching them. If he's got he's he's got the crown on his head and then he's got one hand in his hoodie pocket, the other hand just uh just hanging there. It's a, it's a it, disturbing look. It, 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 it's a thing. Uh, another day in the Tampa Bay area, another creepy-ass teacher. A culinary teacher at Marchman Technical College has been placed on administrative leave after being accused of inappropriate behavior with multiple students. Raymond Webb, he's 41, has been arrested and now facing a felony charge of lewd conduct by an authority figure as well as misdemeanor battery charge following allegations from two different students. According to the arrest affidavit, a 17-year-old female student told police about an incident on March 28th when she says Webb slapped her on the butt. The affidavit says two witnesses reported they saw the defendant slap the victim on the butt with an open hand. The same victim told police Webb is always making sexual jokes in the classroom. The fact they have the courage to speak up and make it known for all is great, and it's important. Um, that coming from a parent, Antonu, whose 15-year-old son goes to the school, said it's troubling to learn of the allegations. The, stupid, the, the, the boldness and stupidity of people, like you're a teacher, you're slapping your students on the ass. Like, How do you think you're going to get away with that? And I don't say this. What I'm about to say is some sort of defense. 
are they you've just got to be that damaged are you is your brain that broken and you're that sick of a human being that not only do you think slapping your 17 year old student on the ass is okay but you think you can do it in the middle of a classroom or you're so horned up uh that, that you think you can do that in the same affidavit and it's and that's not the worst in the same affidavit a second female victim told police about an incident in the classroom where she said webb put her in a chokehold. According to the affidavit, Webb approached the victim and turned her around so her back was facing him, then placed his arm around the victim's neck, putting her into a chokehold. The victim told police she was having a, a difficult time breathing, and several witnesses told police the victim looked scared and confused. Uh, according to Pasco County Schools, Webb has been with the district since 2006. Another one of those instances where I do hope that they go back through every student since 2006 with a fine-tooth comb because I find it hard to believe that this creepazoid all of a sudden just decided he's going to start slapping asses and choking out uh, and choking out girls in class. I would imagine there's some uh, there's some dirt in that closet going uh, you know all the way back to 2006. Good, hold that creep accountable. Man, um, Drew Garabo is filled with a lots of and lots of different words of wisdom. One of my favorites, if you're going to commit a murder-suicide, do the suicide part first. And uh, sadly, that advice wasn't taken, and it is right in our backyard, literally. It is the apartment that we can see, I believe, almost from our window. Oh, man. A St. Petersburg man and his nine-year-old son died in apparent murder-suicide at the trellis at the Lakes apartment complex. According to police, police said they first got a call uh, from the child's mother Sunday afternoon when she went to 44-year-old Kevin Bibby's apartment to pick up their son, uh, Andre. Uh, The mother knocked on the door and called the man but got no response, according to the St. Petersburg police. Police department. Uh, he was spending the weekend with his dad, so she came to pick him up Sunday evening, and that's when she wasn't able to get a hold of him. That coming from the police spokeswoman Yolanda Fernandez. But uh, as often with these kind of cases, it, it, it could be that the father had him out late, or there was something, so there wasn't any foul play suspected right away. Um, and the, the neighbors didn't find anything unusual. Um, that's sometime shortly thereafter. The apartment's management opened up the apartment for the child's mother uh, upon entry. Uh, that is when they found. Uh, uh, the disturbing discovery uh, that they had both been killed, and this was, um, you know, I don't, I don't know how you handle the most terrible of scenarios when you've got estranged fathers that that are left for a while, and there's because because they say. Um, there had been a contentious custody dispute and that the mother and the child had been estranged from the father for a period of time. So I imagine you think you're doing the right thing and I'm taking some liberties here with the story, but you think you're doing the right thing. You're trying to do the right thing by, by letting, you know, the kid see his dad and the dad see his kid. And then, uh, and then something like this happens. Oh. And, and, and I don't think anybody's mind goes to the capability of something like that. But, uh, man, uh, that is brutal for the mother and, uh, thoughts out to her, uh, you know, that she can, she can find some peace during this. Always brutal. put the kids first. That is just unfathomable. Oof. Uh, I would say we're a pro lucky charms show here. Oh, yeah. I, I think so. I mean, if I've got to make my list of, uh, cereals, count Chocula somewhere near the top, lucky charms, definitely on the Mount Rushmore, uh, but there's a mystery afoot. Um, the sugary breakfast cereal made by General Mills with the leprechaun mascot uh, is making people projectile vomit. Oh, no. Uh, and nobody knows why. At least 130 consumers across the country reported they vomited and had 
it brings me no joy to say this, uh, extreme diarrhea after eating a bowl of the cereal that's marketed to kids. Uh, that's coming from IWasPoisoned.com. And if you can't believe them, who the hell can you believe? Uh, in March, uh, Jan Judd of Heber City, Utah, said she ate a bowl as a snack uh, one evening. And a few hours later, she was cramping up, nauseous, and spent most of the night projectile vomiting. Oh uh, multiple people on the page uh, believing that they had COVID-19 <laughs> after they ate a bowl of Lucky Charms. Um, there is a there is a uh, serious investigation into what is going on. Food is our, our top priority. Um, you know, they are conducting a thorough internal investigation. That coming from the General Mills spokesperson. Uh, based on our food safety programs and review of consumer feedback, uh, we've received uh, that these complaints are not to be attributed directly to our product. Bad who, milk, maybe? Who? Who? Com- maybe, yeah. Who? Who comes for? Uh, who's the other? Is it Kellogg's? Would that like if you, we want to go high level um, conspiracy Big theory? Cereal? Yeah, yeah. Th- this is this plays out like an episode of Billions. <laughs> like sure. somebody who is uh, high up in the level yeah. of uh, generally a uh, General Mills public trading in the stock of uh, of General Mills uh, somehow did this. I think. That's, that's, I don't disagree. That's what I'm going with. Uh, you know, whatever you think. It doesn't really need much buildup. Uh, Donald Trump may or may not run for president again. Uh, he spoke over the weekend. And if you have any interest in whether or not he will run, here's the audio that will give you a peek into his thought process. Years. So when we go back, if we go back, if it's me, you got a lot of – you get some good candidates and you have some bad candidates. But you know what? If I do make you happy, if I do make you happy, would anybody here like to see me run? He loves to be loved. Yeah. So if we do it, we'll do it. Just uh, we can do things the right way and we'll be able to do it. And nobody will be able to criticize us because nobody has ever run a country worse in our history and in most other countries' history. Then the United States of America has been run for the last 15 months. So we'll be able to do it right here. I, I, I don't know. I don't even think that he wants to run. I don't think that he is going to run. I think, if anything, um, maybe he, he becomes a champion for Ronnie D or something. Ron is ramping it up so hard right now, uh, specifically against Biden, that it feels like he's positioning himself to run. And I think Ron, with Trump in the background, probably has a more legitimate chance than than Donnie, I think. I don't know. What the hell do I know? I don't know if that's the case. I do know that that I don't think Trump wants the position as much as he wants to know that people would have voted yeah. him in. Yeah, which I think maybe he can get both then. Yeah. Like if you can, if, 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 if you know, Ronnie is right from the from the loins, then you get to know that people still believe in your message and, and the people that are out there pushing it while out, without having to lose and without having to go through everything and, and, and who the hell knows. Yeah, the voters would say, we like you, but we like a younger, yeah. cooler version of you. Yeah. Uh, man, what a weird element of the, uh, of the, the tragic story of the young man who died at the Icon Park in oh. um, <laughs> in Orlando. Uh, the woman known to the media as Shay Johnson 
has emerged as a voice advocating for justice for the 14-year-old Missouri teen. She has been very busy doing press surrounding the March 24th accident. She spoke at a memorial visual, vigil and is providing the media much-needed insight into what allegedly happened that fateful evening. In the hours following the teen's fatal drop from the freefall ride, Johnson told media that Samson was denied entry. Remember, I think we even brought it up on the show here um, that this woman who was claiming to be his cousin was saying he, he tried to go on all the rides and they told him no. Well, here's the thing. Nobody in the family knows who the hell this woman is. And the family is coming out and saying, um, we don't know who this woman is. Local reporters have been able to identify where the woman used to work. She was an entertainer at Flash Dancers Bar. Oh, you ever been there? That's on Orange Blossom yeah. Trail. I absolutely have. An adult entertainment club in Orlando. Uh, so now the family is trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Um, the, Samson's mother told detectives she does not know who this woman is. Listen to this clip of this completely manufactured story of her having a conversation with the kid who died right before he died. So none of these things none, that she's saying happened. None happened. of these things happened. Got it. He said, I know you got all the money. Cousin, let me hold some money. I said, I don't got no money. He said, yes, you do. So I went back in my job and I got him some money and I brought him back out. And I said, what you finna do? He said, I want to get on the swing on international. I said, okay, ride it twice and ride it for me too. He called me back about seven minutes later. He said, he said, I'm too big. I can't ride. So I said, go try another one. That's when he came to try the slingshot. And he said, they told him he was too big for that. So he said, well, cousin, it's another ride. I'm going to try it out. I said, okay. And he called me. He said, they let me ride. I can ride. I can ride. And I said, okay, get on. Didn't know this would be my last time talking to him live. That was on the news. That was on the Orlando news, by the way. Good Lord. Like, is that just I need a little bit of entertainment or like, I'm just looking for a little shine? Is that uh Yeah, that's such an Orlando thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To like claim that you are somehow a cousin of someone who died in a tragedy like that just so you can get some uh, some airtime. That's definitely an Orlando thing. Uh, and to wrap it up, this is a fun list. Uh, it, it's interesting. I love, no matter where I go in the country, you know, mostly in the country, I like to eat the things that people eat there, where whatever that may be. Sure. So there has been a, a, a list um, of, of the foods that people that aren't from America love the most. And once they leave, talk about and crave the most. Oh. And uh, there's some good things on it, and I'll run through it rapid fire. Uh, chicken wings, uh, Hidden Valley Ranch Dressing, Peanut Butter, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, Everything Bagel, uh, American Cereals, Pop-Tarts, uh, Pancakes, Bacon, Eggs, Fried Potatoes, so American Breakfast, uh, Barbecue, Jambalaya. Here's, here's where it starts getting interesting. Uh, number seven, Gas Station Beef Jerky, which I guess does not exist in Europe. So, you know. Hey, I'm 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 the meat stick man myself, yeah, so I, I understand. Uh, number six, another favorite of mine, uh, root beer. Uh, can't find that oh. across the pond. Right. And um, coming in at number five, not a big fan. I like it when they do it in a big, solid block, but you're never going to get me to be excited about a mozzarella stick. Uh, at number five, number four, Chick-fil-A. Number three, uh, maple syrup. Number two, um, clearly not from Mexico, uh, but great Mexican food. Right. And number one, um, and clearly not uh, people from Asia, Americanized Chinese food being number one. Ew. So. Uh, I, I do feel like there's an appropriation considering number one and number two.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.